Welcome to Capital Cashflow, teaching you how to safely invest your capital into cash-flowing assets. Here is your host, Abraham Anderson. Welcome to Capital Cashflow, show 18. This is Abraham Anderson. I hope you're having a wonderful week. Today, we're going to talk about the five ways to acquire to find a mobile home park deal and I'm going to go in order of what I believe is the least effective at finding a good deal not just any deal but a deal that you're gonna make money with a deal that's undervalued versus a deal that is overpriced that you wouldn't want to buy anyway so let's jump right into it here number five is mobilehomeparkstore.com in LoopNet. And let me back up one step and just say, even though I'm going to mention here what I believe is the least desirable going up to the most desirable or the best way to find these, I would hit every single one of these options. The reason being is there are still deals out there with every source. As we get into this, you'll see why number one is so much easier to find a deal and the main reason is the amount of people that are doing it so number five as I said mobilehomeparkstore.com and loopnet the reason why this is the least best way to find a good deal is because it's so easily accessible and what I mean by that is anybody can get on the internet and look at these deals and by the time it ends up online it's already been said no to by multiple people. So this is what the life of a deal looks like. Mom and Pop, when they want to sell, a lot of times they'll call up any broker they know. And a lot of times these people aren't specialty mobile home park brokers, obviously, a lot of times because there's just such a small niche. There's not many that specialize in it. They're usually international, or national, I should say, brokers. So they call up their local realtor buddy and they don't really know what to do with it. So a lot of times they may call up people they know that buy apartments. They don't want it. They may even know some people that buy parks. And if they're interested, then that deal will change hands before it ever hits the market. But really what happens a lot of times is a broker will get a park deal mom and pop want way too much for it, unrealistic expectations or worse the broker promises them oh I can get you this super high price and hypes them up just to get the listing even though it's never going to sell so then they go shop it around no one wants to buy it so eventually winds up on loopnet and mobilehomeparkstore.com now the reason I say you can still find deals on there is because depending on how long it's been listed after it's been a month or a few months even and mom and pop are starting to hopefully come to terms with reality of what their park is worth sometimes you can actually put together a deal from that the key is to look at parks there that have all of the right infrastructure all the right ingredients to make a good park with the exception being the price for example you still wouldn't want to buy a park in the middle of nowhere on well and septic 
you can't make money with that because you can't fix location for one and then also the private utilities are another big risk. So you still want to look for parks, preferably city utilities. doesn't have to be, but that's the gold standard. Direct build. In a good area, this is a big thing, preferably with mostly occupied. And with the only hang-up really being the price. Then what you want to do is get in touch with the broker, you know, fill them out, tell them what you're looking for, your criteria, and see if you can put something together. Just make them an offer. The worst they can say is no. And as someone once told me, if your offer does not embarrass you, then it's too high. <laughs> so really think hard about what you want to actually pay for, what you can pay for. And then what you need to do is, let's say you wanted to pay 800000 or that's the most you could pay. Well, I might offer them 600. The reason why is because people love to negotiate. And that's just a thing in America. People just love to negotiate. Uh, or if they don't love it, that's just part of the culture. You do never start off at the top the most you can pay because what happens is you offer them eight. Well, then they'll say, come back at you at a million. And you can't go up any. And then maybe they come down to your price and they're mad thinking that you really got the best of them. Or maybe you just don't make a deal at all. But if you start at six and then they come in at nine, then you can meet in the middle there. I mean, maybe even get less than what you're willing to pay for it. So then the other key is just, you know, follow up with them. If they reject it, you know, there's four things they could do. They could either take your offer, counter you, reject it, or ignore you. With any of those other than them accepting it, you know, call them back up. Call the broker back up. Hey, you know, every week, hey, what's going on? Are they ready to drop the price? Follow up with them. Don't annoy them, but, you know, most brokers have some idea of what things are worth and uh, usually they're trying to get a deal together because they don't get paid until you they don't get paid until someone buys it so just follow up with them on it and the other key with that is on LoopNet and also mobile home parks where you can do this as well you can set notification alerts to go off like hey I want to get notifications when there's a park listed in my area in, in Tennessee in North Carolina wherever you're looking at so set that, and then the other key is as soon as there is a listing, especially if it looks like it's decently priced, get on it immediately. Because if you don't, someone else will. And as Frank says, time kills deals. Number four, and this kind of goes, they kind of all flow together, and that's why I say you need to hit every single one of these, but number four would be brokers. As I touched on earlier, a lot of times I would say... If I had to guess, close to 50%, especially in the hot market, 50% of deals never even go online. What happens is they do get the listing. They have their own list of buyers that, and this is the key to brokers, they will give the deal to who they know can close. Because as we said, brokers don't get paid until someone buys it. And they're not going to mess around with Joe Blow, who's not experienced most likely uh, or not you know can't get the deal done if they've got another buyer that's already done deals with them and they can get it done so the key to getting on that buyers list of people they call is a couple things number one is first of all getting to know the brokers call them up tell them what you're looking for and get on their radar and the other thing is you have to give them build credibility 
if you've never done a deal that's still okay what you have to do to help a lot is two things get a pre-approval letter from a bank showing what you approved to buy that helps a lot when I was first getting started that helped me tremendously because a lot of brokers want to know that you're actually able to fund the deal and that's you no know, step number one really so get a pre-approval letter and give that to brokers or at least show it to them whenever you are talking to potential players uh, in the industry that get deals the other thing is put together a credibility book what that is even if you've never done a deal but if you have you put together a little book you know it can be 10 15 pages that shows your experience what you've done and what you're looking for I'm looking for 30 plus space mobile home parks in the southeast preferably on city utilities with upside seller financings preferred you know be able to summarize it and show what it is you actually want and with the broker angle and the reason I put them at number four and they can be higher if you get on their on their off-market list where they're calling you up first they could be close to number one if these brokers are actually getting deals but you can go on mobile home park store and it will show you a list of brokers in your area you can look even at people that have got listings previously call all of them up it, at the very least email them introduce yourself tell them where you're at what you're looking for ask them if they have any deals that meet this criteria and then the key with all of this is follow up at least once a month I would call out or email some of these brokers I've had situations where I've purchased a park from a seller even and they have other parks and I never followed up with them even though I told them hey I told them months and months ago I'd like to buy your other parks when you're ready to sell okay sure and several months pass and I see the parks been sold and I think well, why did mom and pop call me well really that's on you that's on me to you have to do the follow-up you need to put it in your calendar or CRM preferably and make sure you are regularly talking with whichever outlet it is whether it's directly with mom and pops through the brokers or what have you number three would be direct mail and this can be effective the key with this a couple things is getting the right list to mail and one way to do this is if you get together a list of parks that you're wanting to target most of these mom and pops do not have LLCs they do not have some super private structure a lot of times it's just they're in their own personal names and you can just go on the assessors website and there's their name and address so get together a list and then design some a flyer that you think will appeal to the mom and pop you know hey it's family business um, local investor I have another park in your area and mail them and then if you get a call work that lead follow up with them all of that that would be number three number two and as you see as we go down this is getting more and more exclusive as far as what people are willing to do is cold calling this is something a lot of people are very hesitant to do it makes people very uncomfortable and I can understand why we all don't like receiving unsolicited calls and it can be annoying and the the prospect of actually doing it ourselves can be daunting 
but that's where we find opportunity. That's where you make money is you do the things other people aren't willing to do. You can even hire this out. If you really hate it, hire somebody to do the calls for you, at least the initial ones. You could have them call up on the first call, find people that are interested, and then you yourself follow up with them with actually interested sellers. And it's, it's also kind of interesting because this is the one time where unlike every other cold call you've ever received in your life where someone's trying to sell you something you're calling these people up trying to buy something from them <laughs> their mobile home park and you'll be pleasantly surprised if you start cold calling or if you have someone else do it and you listen to these recordings they're very nice a lot of them are very nice now especially cold calling a lot of them will just still hang up on you but the ones that talk to you they're very willing to talk and share stories with you and advice and things like that because they don't get a ton of calls except mom and pop they're older you know they're not family doesn't visit them <laughs> they live far away so if someone that calls them up and is interested in something they own usually you can talk to them and some tips with that are to get their phone numbers there's a couple websites that are free you can use there's also paid ones one is white pages whitepages.com, just type in their name or their address, give you a list of numbers. Another is truepeoplesearch.com. And if you're not having luck with either of those, there are paid ones out there. Uh, they're all pretty similar. They're getting data from the same sources. So I just, in some markets even, are different where some will work better than others. So just check around and see what works. Not very expensive, maybe 5 or $10 a month. Okay, we are down now to number one. This is my favorite way to find deals, and this is what I've had the most success with, and which no one is doing. I don't know of anybody else other than my business partner who's ever done this, and that is door knocking. The most uncomfortable. <laughs> this is just what it sounds like. You get mom and pop's address, you show up at their house unannounced, and you knock on their door. Why would you do this? Well, let me tell you a story as to why this is effective. I get a list together. First house, I show up, mom and pop, knock on the door. Hi, my name's Abraham. Uh, would you have any interest in selling your mobile home park? That's the short version of it. So they let me in. They're real nice. They're talking to me. As they're talking to me, they get a call. They pick up the call, and I hear the caller. It's somebody in... Uh, some other state calling them up asking if they want to sell their park click they hang up on it and they keep talking to me <laughs> and I eventually ended up buying that park so that just shows you even the number two method which very few people are doing it's still not as effective as door knocking and if you just get in front of them it shows that you're serious for one thing that you do want to buy their park and you care enough to show up and then also, it's they can't ignore you. Uh, for for every ten people, or if, if, if let's say it's fifty percent of people hang up on you with cold calling, I would say only or ninety percent of people will let you in if you show up at their house, or they'll at least talk to you there. It's really a thing of beauty. Another all the time sales will show me they have a box, a shoe box full of postcards and flyers they've gotten, and those are always funny. I like looking through those to see what other people are doing and you know what's effective or not well clearly none of those were effective but what I would recommend 
and sometimes this is difficult because especially if you're trying to buy out of state it's very hard to go door knock you know 500 miles away but if you're interested in parks in your area start with that just get a list together of parks you're interested in go to the property assessors website find out who owns it and just go knock on the door what's the worst that can happen you know I come from an insurance background a senior insurance background so I was already used to dealing with the same clientele 65 and up which is the same demographic baby boomers that own parks and most of them are more than willing like I said, to talk to you and then the key with all of this is persistence and following up you never know if the next person you're going to dial is going to be the one that has that perfect deal for you you never know if the next house you show up at is going to have that park that you're wanting that you really need to get and the key I would say to sum all of this up is in a hot market like this good deals will not come to you and that's one thing that I can sympathize with brokers that everyone is calling them up wanting them to bring them a good deal that's just not the market we're in right now we're in a seller's market still where sellers can dictate a price and if it's an on-market listing that's a good property they can pretty much get top dollar for it sellers brokers are not just going to give you these excellent listings they get off market uh, unless you you know unless you've done business with them before and things like that so if you really want to get a good deal and really make money in this you've got to get off-market properties all but one of the properties out of the I think at 10 now and almost 500 lots have been off-market direct to seller or through a wholesaler even so you really gotta focus on these that's another one and I kind of put them in with brokers as wholesalers and if you're not familiar with wholesaling I'll just touch on it briefly basically someone who's not a real estate broker gets a park under contract they either can't do it themselves it's not what they're looking for it's in a different market so they will assign that contract to you for a fee and then you buy the property and then the wholesaler gets paid at closing out of the the proceeds and some people that's all they do it's not even that they just can't afford it they just that's their business model they just wholesale properties how much that fee is depends on how good of a deal it is if they tie up a deal that's worth a, a million at say seven hundred thousand they could charge you know even six figures hundred thousand plus for the wholesale assignment usually it's you know maybe less than that but the key with those as well same thing just get lists get on wholesalers list get them to send you deals and just follow up with them same as brokers tell them what you're looking for I find it easier to relate to wholesalers even than than brokers because a lot of them are just trying to build a business like we are versus a lot of these brokers are kind of old school and they really don't like wholesalers and you know they don't take younger people seriously and things like that so hit every channel you know it's just like a you know throw I think the saying is throw mud against the wall and see what sticks you gotta hit everything up so that's it for the top five on how to find a good deal if you like the show please leave a review it really helps out the show I have some excellent interviews coming up here getting good interviewers on is really contingent upon having good ratings please leave a review on iTunes and thumbs up if this is on YouTube here Till next week guys if you have any other questions I did not address 
email me abraham at capitalcashflow.com and next week talk to you then make it happen guys thank you for listening to capital cash flow for more resources and information on investing with us find us on social media or at capitalcashflow.com